Welcome to the Go and Grow Show. This is Bree. Hope you all are doing well. Um, today I am joined by Mr. Angel Resto the Third. I actually got to meet him at Flavor Fest, which is a conference in Tampa that I had a awesome time at. Um, thanks so much for joining, Angel. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Can you tell the listeners a little more about you? Yes. How you guys doing, everyone? My name is Angel. Um, I'm currently a, I'm, a, I'm a minister, you know, through rap, Christian rap artist and an actor in Rochester, New York. And I can do um, speaking at your church if you want me to. I'm not just an just a uh, performer, but I also speak the word of God. And and so that's that's what that's what I'm about, basically, from Rochester, New York. Awesome. And it turns out when I was at Flavor Fest, I saw um, in the past podcast guest, Prophet Josiah, who Angel also knows. So that was pretty cool. We already had a mutual friend. So that was pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Prophet Josiah is actually from Rochester, New York area. So he's from my hometown and he decided to move his family to Tennessee. And I didn't realize he was with Trackstar. So I'm glad he's doing great with the, the Trackstars organization. And um, and I'm looking forward to seeing some big stuff from them as well. Yeah, shout out the track stars. Uh, check them mm-hmm. out. They promote lots of great Christian hip hop, and they support the artists as well. So that's great. Uh, check them out. Absolutely. So I met, like I said earlier, I met Angel at Flavor Fest, and I understand that Angel, you also like to go to conferences as well. Um, in addition to Flavor Fest, you've been to. Legacy Disciple and GMWA uh, conference. How have these conferences, and you can pick pick out one in particular if you want to, um, how have they been beneficial for you? And would you um, suggest for new artists to go to them uh, or just for anyone in general? What what benefit do you think people get out of those conferences? Well, for both conferences, for Legacy uh, Disciple and GMWA Gospel Music Workshop of America, uh, both of them do offer workshops. I know that GMWA may offer a little bit more due to the, the, the size and population of the people that attend these conferences because they do have an artist showcase, which I'm looking to perform ne- next year, which they're going to be in uh, Washington, D.C. And uh, so any artists that want to look to perform or get themselves out there, you can do that. And you, they can also do some critiquing. They can also do some critiquing for you at GMWA where they can critique on you, on your stage presence and what you did well, what you can prove on, which I've also saw at Legacy Conference because I got a chance to meet some rap artists and some poets that actually uh, performed and they were being critiqued by the big name Christian rap artists and poets that are, are actually doing their thing right now in our genre. So those are the two benefits I do see. It's just that I do think that GMWA may have a little bit more to offer because of size. Um, but I but I do like the workshops better at Legacy Councils. They actually get into the real beat of teaching um, some good Christian theology and some good Christian doctrine, some good Christian living, too. Um, but GMWA does offer workshops, too. I just think that the Legacy, in my opinion, my humble opinion, Legacy offers a little bit more meat with their teaching of the workshops. It's awesome. Awesome. I If you listen to the podcast, you guys, you know, I love going to Christian events and checking those out. Uh, Flavor Fest was no exception. I had a great time there. I did go to uh, they. The great thing about Flavor Fest is that they they also they cater to musicians, but they also have other workshop tracks as well. I went to the youth ministry track, which was really good. I also um, went in a few others as well. But one of the cool things about Flavor Fest also is that they have a 
like a DJ beat battle, which was really cool. And I still, I, I, you were there also, Angel. The there was one the guy I can't remember his name, but he had the he remixed the Marcarena beat. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, and actually mm-hmm. the beat battle was hosted by Trackstars. So that's another Trackstar sh- shout out to uh, shout out to them. So that was cool. Did you did you enjoy the beat battle? Yeah, the beat battle was amazing. Um, that beat battle was amazing. Because I think the guy who won the beat battle was one of the dead, that na, 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 hey, hey. He did that. And the way he flipped that beat, that was amazing. That's why I was like, yep, this dude won it. He had a, what a way to end it off. So even the guy that challenged him was really great. So Flavor Fest to me was a conference that I had to be there. And even in the beginning of the year when we was done with 2017, going to 2018, Legacy Conference and Flavor Fest was the two conferences that was on my mind that I need to go to. And I thank God that I did both of them because I got the chance to learn and grow from each and every last one of them. Oh, yeah. I, will give, I will give people a heads up. Now, when you go to Legacy Conference, um, they're not going to feed you as much <laughs> like they Flavor Fest did. So I want to give people a forewarning because at Legacy Conference, you're going to have to go out and get some food or you may have to eat on uh, Moody Bible Institute's campus. That was my experience. But other than that, both of those conferences are are what's needed. To me, they're the top two Christian hip-hop conferences uh, that's in our nation right now. It's Flavor Fest and Legacy. But the good thing about Legacy Conference, Bree, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm going to say this to other people out there. Legacy is looking to expand to other cities besides Chicago. Um, they started with L.A. and Houston earlier this year. Next year, L.A. should be having two-day conference, and Houston will also have two-day conference, along with the fact that Atlanta – is going to have a one-day Legacy Conference. And the reason why they want to do this is because they want to expand the brand of Legacy so that way people don't have to feel like they need to travel to Chicago to experience the Legacy Conference. They can experience the Legacy Conference in their city or whatever region they closely live to. And that's the goal of the Legacy organization. So I want to shout out the Legacy that they're, they're doing something really awesome. And I think people should tune in and check them out as well. Yeah, that's awesome that Legacy is expanding to other cities. I did get a chance to go on their site and see the different. They do have the other cities set up now. So in in 2019, people can uh, get the information and and see which one is closest to them. So that's great. So for your calendar for 2019, um, are there any other conferences besides, I guess, Legacy I don't. I think Flavor Fest is going to be every other year now. So the next one is going to be. I, I guess that would be in 2020. But are there any other things on your calendar for 2019? Right now it's GMWA. I don't know if I'm going to go to Legacy because Legacy Conference, well, the one in Chicago, is going to be um, close to that GMWA conference. And okay. If I, and yeah, and then all of that in 2020. Speaking of Legacy, I just forgot to mention they are going to do a New York City conference in 2020. For legacy, because they want to see how that's going to work out to the people that live in the Northeast region like myself. And if it does well, they're going to keep expanding until it gets to three days. And um, and I, I kind of felt like, you know, I like those three day conferences better. I feel like I benefited from the three days than the two or one day conference. You know, nothing against it, but I just feel like I better I benefited better. But I want to give people a heads up. That's in the Northeast side, like myself, of the United States, that New York City will be coming up in 2020. Yeah, that's understandable. You get. Uh, more time, things are more spaced out. Um, mm-hmm. At the one-day conferences, things can be kind of kind of jam-packed. You really mm-hmm. have to focus, and especially if you're traveling, you have to kind of adjust, and it takes some time. So, yeah, I definitely do uh, understand the 
the appreciation for the three-day conferences. Mm-hmm. So about you and your story, um, would you mind sharing with us how you came to Christ? That's a good question. Um, as I came to Christ, like, you know, yes, I know my mom made us go to church and and we had to go to church on Sundays, no offense, but, but even as I was getting older, I was kind of like, I was going to church, but really church wasn't in me. God was not in me. And maybe certain personal experience that I had I experienced in the past was kind of affecting like, well, how can God be so real in my life if I went through this and went through that? So what I did was I was starting to try different other things. Like I was studying on the 5% nation of gods and earths. This is a belief set where they believe that the black man is God and, and, um, and all this other foolishness. So I call it foolishness now, but back then I was really studying to try to learn. And then something in me was kind of like, this ain't right. And then I was learning about becoming a Sunni Muslim because I was like, you know, I believe in God, but I just want to know which one is true. Is it the God of the Bible or the God of the or the God of Quran? And as God, when I asked God to show me how really was, God showed me that the Bible was the truth. And ever since then, when, and when God showed me the truth, I ended up getting saved on January 1st of 2003. I was 20 years old at the time. And when God saved me, I felt the power of God came into me so strong. I mean, I fell on the floor and I was weeping. And even snot was coming out of my nose at the time. I, just to make y'all laugh, I had snot coming out of my nose in the church. And my grandmother, who's no longer with me, she the one that comforted me. And I, and, I, and I cried on my grandmother's shoulder. That's real. And yeah. Yeah, so God saved me on January 1st, 2003, because I seek God. I said, God, if you real, show me, save me. I need to know. And when God showed out and he showed me how real he was, but I had experience with God before that in October when a woman named Karen Bell ministered to me, and she was part of TJ's ministry, and I felt the presence of God come on me because it was warm. It was a warm feeling, and I went down to the ground. You know how if people ever see me, they know I got some height, and I'm tall, and I'm a pretty big guy, but the power of God brought me down to my knees. And then he brought me to my knees again on January 1st, 2003, and he saved me and changed me. And there was nothing I could boast on my own. He really did change my life. That's, that's an amazing story. I didn't even know all that. I know we got to know each other some at Flavor yeah. Fest. Um, we did the outreach together at the Dollar Tree. We were uh, sharing sharing Christ with people out there, and that was great. But we didn't really get to talk about your story. So that's that's great, being able to hear that. Um, yes, truth is something that is uh, very important to define your truth and it has to be rooted in Christ. I went through something kind of similar in college where I was kind of looking for truth and I was looking for everything to put my truth in like different, there were different groups I was involved in in college. I was thinking, well, okay, where does my truth? And I had to come to the conclusion, like to let Bible be my truth because everything that's in the world, like, there's just so much going on and I had to figure out what was true to me. And ultimately I decided on, on the Bible and let that be my foundation. But mm. it seems like you've gone through a, a, a similar uh, journey and finding your truth as well. Mm-hmm. So one of your songs is called You Can Make It. Can you talk about your inspiration for the song? Exactly. That's that's cool. Um, yeah, for the for my inspiration of you can make it was more of a song um, that I believe that I just want to encourage people because even I've went through things and some of that stuff, stuff in my song. Is, yeah, I'm actually talking to myself too at the same time while I'm trying to share with other people because I had people who couldn't believe that I was going to graduate from college. I had people that didn't believe that 
I was able to put the rap, you know, do my rapping, even though, yes, I got to continue to practice my rap skills or even acting. So I always had to deal with the whole people saying you can't do this, you can't do that. But in order for you to overcome that wall of doubt, you got to have faith in them to say, you know what, I'm going to knock down the wall of doubt. And I'm going to go press forward. And I got God to help me because God gave me the gift. He gave me the ability to do the things I need to do. I just need to trust in him and continue to walk in the gifts he's given me. And it goes back to the scriptures where it says in Philippians 4.13, where it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It didn't say I can do some things or a few things or whatever. It says I can do all things. So that right there should be encouraging enough for you to say, you know what? I can make it with God's help and with God's strength and the gifts he's given me. And that's what you can make it is all about. Yeah, what I like about the song, it seems like it's telling a story. Like you listen to someone at the beginning and they're kind of, they might be struggling a little, but as the song goes by, like it sounds like they're getting encouraged through Christ. And like you said, Philippians 4.13, it sounds like they're realizing, you know, through Christ, I can do this. Um, Whether, you know, people are standing up for me or not or encouraging me or not, I can um, I can make it, as the song says. Uh, one of my favorite lyrics is where it says, always encourage, your, always encourage yourself knowing what you're truly worth. Never leave your talent on the shelf. Make sure to keep God first. That was really encouraging to me. Uh, we've talked before on the show about um, making the most of your talent, um, using your talents. So that was something that was inspiring. All right, everybody, get a chance to hear my song called You Can Make It. I hope y'all be encouraged to be blessed here at the Go and Grow Show. If you believe, you believe, you believe, you can achieve, you can achieve. Don't let nothing stop, nothing stop. Don't let nothing get in the way. This is for you. You can make it, you can, you can make it, you can, you can make it, you can. My God said, you can make it. What? You can make it, you can make it, you can make it. What? My God said. You can make it, you can, you can make it, you can, you can make it, you can, my God said, you can make it, what, you can make it, you can make it, you can make it, what, my God said, so, so reject with a hard hit, for the respect, but they nonsense, press play, couldn't say, nothing more, for the day, had to rewind, almost lost my mind, cash trying to stop my shine, but they did not pause the drive, and I'll give you the reason why, when you wanted to rap, working on your skills for you to be heard, they turned you down for the act. Now your vision becomes truly blurred. You thinking this absurd, cause no one really cares. What's in you beaming on the inside saying this is not fair, not fair. Always encourage yourself, knowing what you're truly worth. Never leave your talent on the shelf. Make sure to keep God first, invest who you are. Don't give up, you'll go very far. Ready to blow up within you, there is greatness. You can make it, you can, you can make it, you can. You can make it, you can, you can make it, you can, my God said, you can make it, what? You can make it, you can make it, you can make it, what? My God said, you can make it, you can, you can make it, you can, you can make it, you can, my God said, you can make it, what? You can make it, you can make it, you can make it, what? My God said, I'm back 
in the game again. Hit my target like a marksman. Ready for war. Hit the floor. Make a point to even the score. Have to go hard in the paint. Show how you're truly great. Within you, there is no constraint. So go for it like you're going straight. Yeah, always try for the best. Don't set up a less. No need to stress it. Just keep your faith in God. It's not really that hard. Break a facet. You have to believe in yourself. Make it yours and nobody else. Take it. Follow the dream it will show. Create the goals for reach. So now you can taste it. Now you have made it. Just praise him, saying bye 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 to your haters. You truly have favor. Be caught up in his will. I'm just trying to keep it real. Yeah, you can make it. You can. You can make it. You can. You can make it. You can. My God said, you can make it. What? You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. What? My God said, you can make it. You can. You can make it. You can. You can make it. You can. My God said, you can make it. What? You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. What? My God said, you can make it. You can. You can make it. You can. You can make it. You can. My God said, you can make it. What? You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. What? My God said, you can make it. So that was Angel's song. You can make it. If they wanted to um, buy the song or listen to it again, where would they look for it? Right now, um, if they were able to look for the song right now, I know that there's a website called the bookkeeper247.com. And you have to just put look for my name, Angel, and you can make it. So if they can see find that out, that would be great. Cause that's the only way they can listen to the song. And I think the song, it's allowed to be have a free download. So a free download. Um, because right now I don't have a, I don't have a website built up where I can sell the music online, but I know I've been passing my CD and getting sold in certain neighbors in the street or people that I've known. And I told them about the song and he's like, yeah, let me hear it. So I have been doing things like that. So I thank God that God was able to open this door to, uh, have the, you can make it be online now where people could actually listen to it or, or digitally download it for free. Okay. So we'll put a link to the bookkeeper 247 site in our show notes so people mm-hmm. can find it easily also when they listen to this interview um, if, if they can't if it's hard for them to find it online we'll just direct them to the show notes and they'll be able to find it that way also mm-hmm. so as Christians um, sometimes we go through hard times even though um, we, we sometimes we think we won't have any struggles or things are going to be easy once we um, have accepted Christ. But um, if we go through the Bible, if we just look through um, stories in there that we see that things can be challenging for us as well. And we see that even though we go through things, we can't forget, you know, that God is with us and he is, um, we're going through things to, Grow in our Christian walk. Um, what words would you say to someone who is going through a hard time? Wow! If anybody is going through any like hard time or hardship in their in their um in their life, I do say that you know definitely spend time with God. Also, have have somebody, a friend that you um, you're close to that that you can trust and that you can share certain things with. And they'll be able to be, be able to pray with you, encourage you. Why you going through things? Because you know you're, we're not made to be alone. We're made to connect and build in the community as a family. So that's my uh, suggestion or my uh, my advice to anybody out there that's going through any hard hardship in their life. 
Yes, friendship is definitely important um, for to get encouraged. Because we're not, you know, we're not here alone. Um, if you all um, hopefully have, you know, friends that can encourage you in the, in your faith or your your hard times, so that would be definitely a um, a great thing to do to reach out to them and stay uh, in in a relationship and fellowship with them. The community is is very important. Mm-hmm. So, in addition to rapping, you also do uh, spoken word, and mm-hmm. it's it's funny because I've seen um, usually there's like a strong preference when you see people who do rap and do spoken word. Like they usually tend to like kind of switch from one to the other. Like I haven't seen too many people kind of do both. Like I know once Jackie Hill, I, I know Jackie Hill Perry started rapping, but she doesn't like to like rap like in person. Like she always wants to do spoken word in person, but I've seen you like on your videos on your YouTube channel, you have like one video you're rapping one video you're doing spoken word. So that was, that was kind of interesting. Um, One of your pieces is called looking through your eyes. Would you like to share that one or discuss it? Yeah, I could dis- discuss that. You know, it's just um, when I wrote looking through your eyes, that was just something that just came to me. And, you know, and I've always seen God to, like, help me write my um, my poetry and and then, and then I asked God to help me get the words to say and put it out. And, and a lot of his stuff is be either what God is saying to me or something I experienced. And I just wrote the saying just to look things through God's eyes, because when I write, I always want to write. Well, how can I write something that's going to make people, um, you know, make people uh, um feel like they can relate to what I'm what I'm saying to you. And so that's what I wrote about when looking through your eyes is basically I need to see things through God's perspective and not my perspective because the way I may look at it, he may see things totally different because we know the word mentions about hey that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts and his highest think above even the, the sky the sky in heaven, whatever. So God is always on another level about things. So we always got to be in tune to what God is thinking, even though we may not see it all the way. And that's what looking through your eyes is all about. Yeah, seeing things from his perspective is very important. Um, you know, as we go through our life, like day to day, we don't realize, you know, like, you know, he sees things, he sees the past, he sees the present, he sees the future. And like seeing things from his perspective, like we talked a little bit earlier about um, someone going through hard times, like if we could ultimately see things from his perspective. Like we we see that these trials that we go through, um, like Romans 28, 828 says, you know, things happen for our good, um, even though we might not understand it in the present. You know, as humans, you know, one day to us is 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 so quick to God, like uh, even a year, multiple years, like from his perspective is is so small. And so as we learn to see things from through his uh, perspective, it helps us to go through life and to understand things that are going going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any favorite scriptures? Um, I mean, this scripture is like, you know, like there's Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, which has always been a, a, a classic scripture of mine. And because um, it's always talks about, you know, trust in the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And lean not to your understanding, but acknowledge him. He shall direct your paths. I mean, that's probably one of my all-time favorites because it teaches us to rely on him, 
no matter what, no matter if everything's going well in your life, no matter if it's not going well in your life, we still have to rely on him regardless. That's probably one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, it's definitely a good scripture to know and memorize. Um, do you have any favorite um, books or other artists you listen to? We could probably talk about music all day long. Um, right, right. <laughs> but things, especially, I guess, books. We'll start off with books that have helped you in your, your journey. Okay. I mean, books that have helped me out. Um, the one book I do like is a classic, and it's called uh, The One Thing You Can't Do in Heaven by Mark Cahill. Because okay. if, if you think about it, what is the one thing you can't do in heaven but you could do on earth? And that is you can share your faith on earth. You can't share your faith in heaven. And uh, that book has changed my life on witnessing, and I was able to witness to a lot of people. And some people were, weren't the same after they, you know, I, was, I learned from that book how to witness. That's the one book to have. Um I read books like Nikki Cruz, the Run Baby Run book. That's a good book because uh, this guy used to be in the Mom Out Gang, and there was a movie called um, The Cross and the Switchblade, which is uh, Nikki Cruz and and David Wilkerson. And rest in peace to David Wilkerson. I know he's in the, he's in heaven right now. Um, that's a good book to read. Um, also, too, there's some books by you know what that fanatic wrote that I like, um, the Hip Hop Marriage Morals and Values. I mean, there's a tons of books. I mean, there's also Lecrae books. Lecrae's wrote some books. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, also, the dude that used to be with um, Clips. Um, oh, Pusha T. No, Pusha T. Pusha T, that's his brother. Yeah. His name is Gene Elliott Thornton Jr. Okay. But he's got a book called The Wretched, Pitiful, Poor, Poor, Poor Blind, and Naked. And um, that's a good book. I never read it, but I like to read that. Even Thizzle, who we already know who's got, you know, who's, who ex, ex, ended up getting shot in St. Louis, he has an autobiography book out as well. Now that a book by Barbara Roberts, this may be, be a book that may not be so easy for people to swallow, but it's a good book. Her book is called Not Under Bondage, uh, The Biblical Divorce for Abuse, Adultery, and Desertion. I encourage a lot of Christian ministers and leaders to actually read Barbara Roberts' books. Because a lot of things are gonna, they're gonna see that they, 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 we've been taught or held onto is gonna be really gonna be eye opening for a lot of people. So I, I really encourage people to get that book as well. Interesting, interesting. Have you read a Trip Lee's book? No, I have not read Trip Lee's book. I know he put out two books called The Good Life and Rise. Yeah, I read The Good Life. I don't think I've read Rise, but that was his book was pretty good. Um, do you have any favorite um, ministers? Her. Favorite ministers, preachers. I mean, I have some good ministers I like to listen to. Um, I, I have started listening. I mean, I've been listening. I like uh, Tony Evans. He's a good preacher. Tony Evans out of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas. You got um, Ravi Zacharias. Oh, yeah. That dude is good. If people really, yeah. you'll learn a lot from Ravi. Ravi is really good. Yeah, he's very good with apologetics and defending the faith. Right, right. And that's why I think people should listen to Ravi, Ravi Zacharias. I like, like, I like people who are very sound in their teaching and who actually um, can help you grow as a, a man or a woman of God. So I listen to those kind of uh, ministers. Okay. All right. So here's what I'm interested in hearing. Music. Uh, who are your favorite artists right now? Wow, that's a good question. Favorite artists right now? 
favorite artists right now. I mean, artists that I mean, there's there's one artist I have in Buffalo that she lives in Buffalo, New York, and she's a good artist to me. I like the girl AI. Okay. I like what she's doing. I'm I'm really impressed impressed with her movement. She she just recently followed me on Instagram not too long ago. So and I've known her for quite some time. So I love what she's doing right now because she got a video called Miss Me with that. And um, so I, I saw I just saw the video recently for the first time. Um, I did see what uh with 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 what Bizzle and them are doing, the God Over Money crew. I mean, those are the big name nationwide artists. You know, I like I've seen what they're doing. They're doing they're doing some good stuff. I mean, but those are the artists that have stuck out to me so far that I like, you know what, I like this, I like I'll go see them. But AI is probably one of my favorite right now. Being and being a female, I like that she's a female Christian MC because I don't think a lot of female Christian MCs get a lot of the the love and promotion that they need, uh, that they deserve. So I think we need to start really supporting our female Christian MCs in the game. Yeah. And that's one of the things I like about Flavor Fest, because when they had the concerts too, you can see they had a well, I won't say equal, but it was definitely an effort for them to have female artists on the stage. Um, there was a girl, I think her name was Toya. It was Toya Love, something like that. Her name, I'll put it in the show notes. But I remember she was on, on stage. Cicely is always there, you know. She's always around. Right. And they're always um, they're supporting women as well. So that's that's good. Um, yeah, but shout out to also to Show Baraka too. I'm also a big Show Baraka fan um, as a male artist. Like he's probably one of my favorite Christian male artists because he's the one uh, that brought that socio political side and even activism to Christian rap. Which at first for me, and I'll be honest, I didn't think that that could mix. And a lot of Christians oppose that you can't be Christian and be an activist. Show Baraka says no, we can do that. So I, I got to give Show Baraka a big shout out. And, and shout out to AI2 from Buffalo. I love for I know her, but I want to shout out Show Baraka because that dude right there, because he was at my hometown of Rochester, New York, um, for a conference at Robert Wesleyan College. And he got the chance to speak at the call the call conference here in Rochester. So I didn't get a chance to meet him because I was down at Flavor Fest with you So and, and meeting other people at Flavor Fest. But I will eventually try to meet with him one day. But Show Baraka is that dude. I, I like his style. Yeah, Show Baraka does definitely um, speak out on things in his songs, and he does take that political stance. I'm not sure if you've—I think I—I I can't remember if I told you about the Ann campaign that he's um, helping with, where they're bringing um, just Christian views into politics and having lots of discussions and and talking with people. So that's an interesting movement they're doing. I think it's based out of Atlanta, but. Always trying right. to see what they're what they're up to. Right, right, yeah, because he he currently lives in Atlanta right now, and uh, yeah, I think I've seen that before too from his website. So yeah, but but now, nah, but Show Baraka is definitely he he added something that I never thought of. So I that's why I have to give him a big shout out to him because he really, I mean, he even because I think one time he was there was an interview of him. I think he mentioned and Nola Cray mentioned how um, Show Baraka had educated him on some stuff. Uh, I think it was a Lecrae interview. Okay. And I was just like, yeah. So I was checking that out. So I was like, okay. Yeah, this dude show brought. Because him, him and Propaganda and Jackie Hill, those three, they go in deep. You really got to, like, really listen to them. <laughs> yeah. And you could almost see where, like, at, with CHH, where it kind of turned. It took a more um, conscious kind of turn um, mm-hmm. when Lecrae started with um, some of his songs, like Facts. 
trying to remember his album name, but you could see them kind of getting more, I call it like, it was kind of like an urban apologetic almost trend. And then when KB came out with his album, Today We Rebel, like he totally was, uh, what's that song? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. New Portrait. Have you heard that one? No, I have not heard that one. Oh, he is like, it's straight apologetics, like defending the faith, just showing how, um, you know, our God is the true God. And so he's like Christ of the culture, Christ of the Bible, like just showing what the culture's definition or the culture's perspective of Christ versus actual Christ in the Bible and um, how the, how those compare and disagree with each other. It's uh, definitely, have you, if you haven't heard this album, yeah, I would definitely recommend um, checking out Today We Rebel by KB, who was also at Flavor Fest, I think. He, he was the headliner, I think, the second night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yep. and KB was also at Legacy Conference because I met him at Legacy Conference in Chicago. Me and him was in the same classroom and he sat like right across from me. And, you know, and I should add KB to my list too as an artist because you know what I like about KB? That dude is so consistent. He is very consistent in what he is. He's so authentic at his writing. He, he He's a good writer. KB's yeah. an excellent writer. Like, I wouldn't mind doing a track with KB because um, he's one of those dudes that I, I could, like, I could vibe with. Show Baraka, too. But those those guys stood out to me more. And it's funny that, well, Show Baraka was once on Reach Records. He left and did his own thing. And But KB's still there. But KB's just solid all the way through. He's just been... KB ain't never strayed away from anything. So that's what I love about KB. But shout out to KB as well. <laughs> yeah, like you said, he is pretty consistent. His albums usually, yeah, well, all his albums are top-notch, uh, definitely favorites. And all my playlists um, that I have. Um, is there anything else you want to add about music or things you look for in songs that you like? I could say for things I look for in songs, I look for like authenticity, authenticity in songs. Uh, I look for songs that 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 make you think, that help you grow spiritually, or grow as even a human being. So I, I I look for those kind of songs in artists. You know what I mean? So I mean, when I hear a song about an artist, you know, talking about some things like a show Baraka that could that take me to the political side of things, or a KB that just you know still stands to the Christian side. You know what I mean? And also too, you can't forget your um, lyrical theology camp. That's the you know. The cross movement people, you know, cross was no longer rap. That's those guys, Shylin, Hazakin, they're more to the heavy lyrical theology side, which is cool. But I'm glad that we have sub genres within the Christian rap genre. And uh, and so but I know the more popular type of style of music in Christian rap now is more like how, how you know, how pretty much almost Lecrae and even some of Biz on them are doing right now. A lot of people have been more responsive to that that I've seen over the years, because uh, I think that Ambassador's album. And I told us a lot of people, like I felt Ambassador's album with the uh, Sacred vs. Secular is a good album. But I just felt like being right now for the time we're in right now, I don't think people are, are the pendulum has not swung that way. It's more into the, this this route. So that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's definitely not a one dimensional genre. There's definitely sub genres. And you mentioned like the um, the lyrical theology yeah. I think I told you about like Humble Beasts. Uh, that's the one that that propaganda and Shabaraka, Jackie O'Carey are all on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably my favorite uh, label. Just of the, with the content that they bring, like with their songs, uh, you just have to be. I think you have to be kind of at a point in your 
Christianity where you kind of you want the meat, you know, you got the milk and the meat. They kind of they step it up a little. You got to think you got to uh, elevate a little when you listen to them. So they definitely right, bring right. it. Right. They, they are like that, because, I mean, I have I had another female friend of mine who was playing me some artists from that camp. And uh, she's not an artist, but she just she's a writer. And, uh, and she was telling me some things. And I was like, you know, what? I like this group Humble Beast. Because, you know, what I'm saying because everybody talks about Reach Records because of what Lecrae is doing. Everybody knows about God over money because Bizzle has pretty much been all over the place. You know, then you hear Humble Beast because everybody knows Show Rock. But then and then after that, it just fades out because a lot of people forget too that Derek Minor is also with a record label. Yep. Yep. You know? And Derek Minor has did a little bit of things here and there, too, because I remember he, uh, he had a song called Oh, My God. It came out um, a few years ago. It became a soundtrack to some uh, a Netflix movie or some movie that 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 peeped that's been known nationwide. Um, Derek Mine was part of that, but yeah, but each each I like how everybody's coming up with their own styles. You just gotta find which one just fits for you. But I do like the Humble Beast crew. I do like what they come out with. Yeah, speaking uh, of Humble Beast, they they actually have a conference they've started doing Canvas Conference. If you've heard of it. Oh, I never even heard of it. It's my first time. Yeah, it's actually going on, I think, now. Uh, and we're recording in, in early November 2018. But the Canvas Conference is uh, a conference about like creatives, Christian creatives. They have um, the lineup on their website. They also do live streaming. So if you go on their site or, or on their social media, I'm sure they have links to uh to, to watch it because it is in Portland. That's where Humble Beast is based out of. And the flights to Portland are pretty expensive. Oh, you know what? I think actually it might be in California this year, but it, it's been in Portland before. And that's a way that's across the country for me mm-hmm. and for you. So it's, it's kind of hard to get out there, but it's cool because they, they take all those people who are involved with Humble Beast, um, like Jackie Hill Perry, uh, Show Barack, you mentioned they've been like speakers and they also do uh, performances too, like like at Flavor Fest, where you have the the workshops and the teachings during the day, and then they also have um, concerts too. Uh, one of my favorite uh, artists, Thomas Terry, who is with uh, Beautiful Eulogy. Like I, mm-hmm. I love his songs, and I can only imagine like listening to him speak. Um, that would be a great thing to to hear one day. But yeah, uh, definitely if you if you're able to check out Canvas Conference one day, that would be awesome. And actually, Thomas Terry, he he came out with a book not too long ago called Images and Idols. I have it, but I haven't got the opportunity to read it yet. I'm still finishing up uh, Jackie Hill Perry's book. But once I finish that, I'm going to go and check out his book as well. So looking Mm. forward to that. Yeah, Jackie Hill book has got to be powerful because that Jackie Hill, when I first like heard her speak or even say anything, I just I felt it like, yo, this this chick got power got behind her. Like she and I met her in Legacy too. I met her, I shook her hand and everything. So, and I met her husband Preston because they were in my class when we was doing the uh, exposing Hebrew Israelites in Legacy conference. So I got a chance to meet them there as well. Okay. But I didn't know about the I didn't know about the humble beast thing. That's cool. I need to check that out too. So all these resources. Like new like this, I like to add them and save them. Yeah. Because then I tell people, hey, this was going on. So that's why I use my social media sites also for a network and also to help me to be connected with 
brothers and sisters in the faith like yourself and those guys that we can continue to. And I've been having this mindset and I go back since the late 2000s. So you talking about a little bit over 10 years ago, I've been having this mindset because back in the late 2000s, this is the time when um, Reach Records was starting to take off and cross movement decided to say, you know, they passed the time to reach records. And then P4CM, Pastor Christ Movement, emerged. Yep. I used to share their videos on my Facebook. And then at the time it was MySpace. I used to do all that stuff. So, you know, I was I was witnessing the people out there even back then. Oh, yeah. And, and I got a chance to meet P4CM uh, twice when I went to L.A. Because I went to L.A. because I was part of Nesby. And they picked me up from UCLA campus. So we went out there and I bought some shirts from them. I still got some of the shirts to this day. And um, and then I saw them again when I went out for my birthday. And, you know, I was I was able to hang out with them, too. And I just liked the P4CM because they were so different. And it was a unique ministry. That's what I loved about them. You know? Yeah. Right now, I think they're wrapping up the Poets and Autumn Tour, um, which featured some of their their poets I actually I got when I went to the one in Tampa, the Tampa show, they did have a lot of apparel there. They were selling. I ended up getting a shirt that said Faith Over Feelings. I thought that was different. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. Um, definitely. I will always put in a plug for the Poets and Autumn Tour It is the largest uh, Christian spoken word tour. I think they said in the world. So it, it goes mm-hmm. through several cities in America. I would definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, they're, they're, I'm sure they'll do a 2019 one. If you haven't been yet, what are you waiting for? <laughs> so, yeah, they did come to Buffalo, and I missed that one. Oh, see? Yeah, it was in <laughs> Buffalo for that one. But if they do come to Buffalo, I'm going to try to see if I can swing over there and meet some of the people and stuff like that. Who knows? If I keep working on my poetry craft and I become good enough, I don't mind if I go out there to do some performances as well, like go to LA or be on the tour or whatever, however God wants to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just put my faith in him. Okay. Um, I think my last question for you would be, where do you, what would you want to see in the future of Christian hip hop? Mm, that is a, that is a great question. Real good question for Christian hip hop. I'll just say, we just got to let God be God. And let him take Christian hip hop where, where it got where it got to go, because if if we as artists, and I'm speaking to myself too, because I got to hold myself accountable as well. If we continue to to live what God called us to be, I believe by faith God will start elevating people and start using people in so many unique ways that you never experienced. Like you know, it can go further than anything. So I believe that that's where I want to see Christian hip hop and a lot of artists. Hopefully they're hearing me. I know I'm not as big like a lot of these artists. I'm just starting out and getting myself out there. But I hope that a lot of artists are hearing what I'm saying, that we have to continue to go back to the basics. We have to continue to put God first and everything. We cannot get caught up in, because right now Christian hip-hop, because of the the, the age when with the social media, the Christian hip-hop genre has grown from the past 10 to 15 years since I've seen it. Uh, I've seen more money now coming in. And so... Because money and growth is coming in, we got to be careful not to get so sidetracked that we don't lose our focus to what, who brought us this. And that's God. So that's, indeed, I'm speaking this for myself, too, that uh, even I have, to, I, I have to learn not to be sidetracked because, I mean, I, like I said, God can use us Christian rappers in any ways. It don't have to be just us performing in the Christian events. One day we could be performing at, at one of these secular events and still giving the gospel to about, what, 25, 50,000 or over 100,000 people. They get a chance to hear the word of God. So, but we definitely got to stay in God's will and let God be God. He'll be the one that 
takes Christian hip hop to the level that he wants it to go. That's what I'm looking forward to Christian hip hop. Oh yeah, I've definitely seen that happen with um, Christian contemporary music. Uh, not to take up too much time, but I saw where Lauren Daigle performed on Ellen's show, and she was getting like a lot of bad fee- uh, feedback from Christians about that. But I mean, there are different articles that talked about why she did it and how she doesn't want to limit um, who hears her music. So I hopefully they'll continue. You never know who could have been listening to her show and like heard heard her sing about the gospel, you know. So mm-hmm. we just have to be mindful of you know how we're doing it and prayerfully you know venture out into these places um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions for me? Uh, not at this moment right now, but I will say, um, is there any plans for the Go Grow Show? Like, how would you guys be able to um, continue to grow the ministry? Because I really do see uh, great potential. I want to shout out to you guys, and I want to thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. Um, because I'm definitely looking forward to seeing people like yourself be out there, have some more broadcasts or even some podcasts where people could download, view, have an online radio. People could check us out anywhere all the world, and they could hear what you guys do and the gospel still being shared forth. So is there any way, any future plannings for that for your, uh, for the show? Well, right now we're just trying to be faithful with our podcast and we, uh, we do try to support, especially in the Tampa, Orlando area, central Florida area. We try to support local ministries. Um, mm-hmm. We never know. I mean, prayerfully, you know, perhaps the reach might grow on other places just trying to get people excited about Christian culture in their area. So I have thought about finding more ways to incorporate um, national events as well, perhaps highlighting tours and um, other things that are going on on a national level. But for what we're doing now, just with, with see the thing, the beauty with podcasts is that people can download them anywhere. Like you have on iTunes, you can have a podcast app and you can access uh, podcasts anywhere. So I think that's a good place to start and we'll just see what happens in the future. Um, but podcasting, I think, is a, a good start and just being faithful in the area as well for now. That's that's true. That's true. We got to learn how to be faithful in the little things in order for God to take us and bless us in the big things. So I, I like what you're saying. That's that's true. That's facts. Yeah. So I know you mentioned you share things on your social media. Um, how can someone follow you on, online? They can follow me on, on Instagram, which is uh, it, go on www.instagram.com slash angel wrestle with three eyes. That's my Instagram page. My Facebook page is facebook.com slash angel dot wrestle with three eyes. And on Twitter, it's twitter.com slash a resto 82. So if they want to hit me up and contact me, that's where you'll see me. I mean, you'll see me post a lot of um, scriptures. I post quotes of the days. I post positive news. I put videos out there for people who want to educate themselves or videos that talk about what's going on in the world or videos that want to start business. I even do fun stuff. Like I post cartoons for the kids. So I do a little fun stuff like that. So that's just a little bit me. But most likely I'm going to post real content that's going to help people um, grow in their walk grow mentally, grow physically, whatever they need to grow in or, or whatever encouragement. That's what my page is for. And also for networking for business people too. So I have to use that for networking purposes, but that's mostly what my page is about. 
All right. Awesome. We'll put the links for your social media in our show notes as well. So people can like and subscribe and follow and all that stuff um, so they can connect with you. Yeah. With all the you know things we hear in the world that's going on, it's great to hear. I see your uh, word of the day on um, the things you post. So to get some inspiration, get some po- positivity in your life and follow, follow Angel, you guys. Thanks so much for joining me today and sharing your story, your opinions with music and, and everything else. So I um, really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on the show. I really, I'm, I'm really thankful for being part of the Grow and Grow show. Thanks for listening to the Go and Grow show. Please share the episode with others. Check out our show notes at www.goandgrowshow.com, which also has more edifying resources as well. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Go and Grow Show. Please let us know what you thought. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes. Until next time, don't conform, be transformed. <laughs>